Come in. King Rourke's voice sounded tired, more exhausted than Kenrick had ever heard him. Entering and closing the door behind him, Kenrick was startled to note the Mage of Rune was also present. Mort looked wide awake, his lined face uncharacteristically worried. Tenth, his pet hawk, some said his familiar, perched on one shoulder. An air of tension, worry, and unease made the atmosphere feel heavy. Though only early autumn, the morning air carried enough chill for them to have lit a fire in the crystal hearth. Father? Kenrick froze, an awful thought seizing him. Is it Alric? Has something happened to my brother? Ever since his twin brother had bested a powerful mage from the future and decided to permanently live among humans with his wife Carly and soon-to-be-born son, Kenrick had worried. Alric hadn't traveled to Earth as often as Kenrick. Preferring to remain in Rune and live by the old ways, Alric didn't know nearly as much about humans or their customs as Kenrick. King Rourke stroked his beard. Though his years numbered well over three hundred, he still retained a younger man's handsome visage. He chose the snowy white facial hair for effect. The same went for the sparkling diamond studs he wore in his ears. No, no, of course not. He squinted at his son. You've gone across the veil often enough to know what it's like. I don't understand what you fear. And Kenrick wanted to keep things that way. Rune was vastly different than the human world. In the many occasions he'd visited, he'd seen enough of the vicious and vice side of human nature to know exactly what some were capable of. Even against Fay, he would never understand why so many of his kind wanted to live there. Exhaling, Kenrick relaxed slightly. Then what? Mort the mage touched his arm. It's Talmic, your third cousin. He's in trouble again. Talmic? I thought he was past all that. Looking from one to the other, Kenrick wondered at the two older men's solemn faces. In the past, Talmic's scrapes had been minor. How serious is this? Very serious. Father, I know I haven't seen Mick in a couple of years, but you know how close we were as children. While I'll admit he is a bit mischievous, he means no harm. Like most of our kind, he merely likes to have a bit of fun among humans. Instead of lightning, King Rourke's frown deepened. That's what makes this so horrible. This is not one of his usual pranks. Kenrick crossed his arms. Last I heard, ever since he met Jack, he'd settled down. So I'd believed. King Rourke sighed. I've summoned him ordered him to return to Rune from the human world, but he ignores me. What's he done this time? If Mick is not the cause of this. For a moment, the mage appeared at a loss for words. If Mick is not the cause of this, then he is in great danger. Several fey have returned to Rune from the human realm. All of them Mick's friends. They've been... He swallowed. Damaged. Damaged? I don't understand. They are soulless. Taking up where the mage left off, the king twisted his hands together. Only their bodies returned. That which made them fey is gone. Their personality, intellect, spirit, all vanished. What of their magic? That too has disappeared. How?
We don't know. The Oracle has tried as well, and failed. The Oracle had failed? Kenrick wasn't aware such a thing could happen. She was the most powerful being in Rune. Kenrick straightened. What do you want me to do? You must travel to the human world and find out what's going on, Mort said. Tint screeched in agreement. But most importantly, King Rourke stepped forward, worry darkening his gaze. You must not place yourself in danger. As of yet, the Oracle has not been able to heal the others. Horrified, Kenrick swallowed. You're saying there's a possibility they might remain... husks? Neither the king nor the mage answered. Not good.